here's how most textbooks tell you to introduce yourself in Japanese. Hajimemashite, douzo yoroshiku but here's the thing, actual Japanese people don't actually say that. How do I know this? I asked Ryoko, a real Japanese person from Japan, to tell me how actual Japanese people introduce themselves. In this guide, I'll show you how to introduce yourself in Japanese. You'll learn the polite form as well as the casual form. So let's get started. Rule number one, don't talk about yourself too much. Here's the thing I want you to remember. Do not talk about yourself too much. Japanese people generally try not to talk about themselves too much. I would even go as far as saying that they tend to be slightly self-deprecating. This is simply a form of humility, which is considered good manners in Japan. The following tips will show you how to introduce yourself, but always be careful. Always stay on the humble side. For example, if a Japanese person asks you, Are you good at French? You should answer something like, even if you're completely fluent in French, you say, I can just speak a little bit. Let me just break down this example. Fransugo means the French language. France actually means France, the country. Then you just have to add go and it becomes the French language. You can do the same with other languages like Nihongo. Nihongo is made out of two words, Nihon, which means Japan, and Go. Ga is a little particle that is used to announce what you're talking about. So in this case, you're saying ga. So you're saying that you're talking about the French language. The next word is jōzu, which means to be good at. ga jōzu means I'm good at French. Tenisuga jōzu, I'm good at tennis. The final deska is used when you're asking questions. So the whole sentence adds up to ga jōzu deska. Rule number two, your Japanese name. The Japanese language uses a limited set of syllables. This is why it's hard for most Japanese people to pronounce foreign words and especially foreign names. The first thing you should think about is how to Japanify your name. Otherwise, Japanese people will not be able to pronounce it. Let me give you a few examples. My name is Louis, so in Japanese it becomes Ruisu. Bill becomes Biru. Tom becomes Tomu. I'll show you later how to use your Japanified name inside of a sentence. If you want to know how to Japanify your name, write me a comment below with your name and I'll show you. Rule number three, talking about yourself. When introducing themselves, Japanese people often talk about their jobs. So you should learn what the Japanese word is for your position. So for example, kaikeishi, accountant, salaryman, salaryman, employee, engineer, engineer, gakusei, student, Sensei or kyoshi, teacher. Rule number four, handshakes versus bows. If you live in North America, you're probably used to handshakes when meeting people. Do not do this in Japan. Handshakes are used in more casual settings. So if you're meeting with someone you do not know or someone with a higher status, you have to bow instead. You don't need to bow all the way down to the ground. A slight bow is fine. If you have a business meeting, then your bow needs to be more accentuated. So typically 45 degrees. Also, remember not to bow right away. Do your self-introduction first and then bow. And one last thing. You know how kids are told not to talk when chewing? Well, it's the same thing with bows. Don't bow while talking. Rule number five saying hello. There are many ways to say hello in Japanese depending on the situation. I'm going to show you the most common options based on the time of the day and the vibe of the situation. Konnichiwa 
is simply hello. Oi is hey, used by young men mostly. Ohayo, which means good morning. Konbanwa, which means good evening. Some of these greetings are extremely familiar, so be really careful. If the situation calls for it, it's more formal, then use the following expressions. Ohayo gozaimasu, good morning. Or konnichiwa, which means hello. If you're ever in doubt, just go with konnichiwa. You just can't go wrong with that one. After greeting the other person, you probably want to say something like, how are you? In this case, you want to use o genki desu ka, which means how are you in a formal way. This is kind of a formal way to greet an other person. So if you want to sound more informal, you can say genki, which is the same thing, but informal. Rule number six, your posture. Pay attention to how you carry yourself when first meeting someone. Holding your hands behind your back signals importance, so unless this is what you're going for, I would recommend that you hold your hands in front of you. This is just a more humble posture. Rule number seven, talking about your school. Some people may ask you about your educational background. This is very important to Japanese people, so here are some tips and words that you can use. In Japanese, university is daigaku. Let me give you an example. New York which means I specialized in Japanese for two years at New York University. Now, I realize that these types of sentences are pretty confusing, pretty hard for beginners. Don't worry about this too much. For now, I'm just giving you examples so that you get more vocabulary and sort of the feel for the Japanese language. But I'll upload some more videos in the future explaining everything. Rule number eight, sing your name. Sing your name is pretty easy in Japanese. If you follow my first tip on how to Japanify your name, you're almost done. You just need to add des after your name. So for instance, my Japanese name is Ruisu, so I can say Ruisu desu. You can also use des when talking about your job or what you do in general. So for example, Sarariman desu. I'm an employee or I'm a salaryman. Des is great, it's versatile, but you need to use something else in more formal situations. So you can use to moshimasu, which is a more formal way of saying my name is. Also, if you're in a work setting, it may be better to introduce yourself by your last name first and then your first name. To moshimasu is a verb that means to be called and I can use it just like this. You can also add some details about your profession after that using this. Which means my name is Louis, I'm a Japanese teacher. Rule number nine, explaining where you're from. You don't need to explain where you're from in your self-introduction, but it's a nice addition. Plus, foreigners are still fairly rare in Japan, so the people you meet will probably ask you. The first word that you should remember is shushin, which means your country or region of origin. Say for example that you have been living in Japan for a few years, but you were actually born and raised in the United States. You could say something like this. Which means I'm currently living in Japan, but I'm originally from the United States. If you want to go the extra mile, you can use the verb mairu. This is the humble form of kuru or iku, which mean to come or to go. So instead of saying Amerika kara kuru, which means I come from the United States, you could say Amerika kara mairimashita. This last sentence has exactly the same meaning, but it just sounds more polite. Rule number 10, 
how are you? Here, there are really two options. In a casual setting, as I said, you can use genki, which means how are you? In a more formal setting, you can use o genki desu ka, which is exactly the same thing, but it just sounds a lot more formal. With that being said, you don't really need to use those expressions when introducing yourself. It just proves that you're a good person with good manners. Rule number 11, business cards. So at some point, if you're led to do business in Japan, you will have to exchange business cards after introducing yourself. I would consider business cards an integral part of one's self-introduction, which is why we need to talk about it right now. Business cards in Japan are called meishi, and they are an important part of Japanese business culture. There are multiple rules that you should follow with business cards. When receiving a business card, do not put it in your pocket afterward. As a matter of fact, don't put it in your pocket at all. You should have a carrying case just for business cards. Always use your two hands when giving your business card to the other person. This is just a general rule in Asia. When giving an object to another person or receiving it, make sure to use your both hands. When giving your card to someone else, do not cover any word with your fingers. A business card kind of represents the face of a person, which is why no words should be covered. When exchanging business cards, you and the person in front of you will probably exchange your cards at the same time. In this case, use your left hand to take the other person's card while still holding yours with your right hand. Upon receiving the business card, read it carefully before putting it away in your carrying case. You can also go the extra mile and act impressed with their job title. When exchanging business cards, within a group, you should first give your card to the person who carries the most responsibility. So for instance, you should first give your business card to the manager and then to the employees. Generally speaking, make sure to treat business cards carefully. Rule number 12, specific Japanese greetings. The Japanese language has its own set of greetings. So when you first meet someone, you can say, Hajimemashite, which is the same as nice to meet you. Hajimemashite comes from the expression which roughly translates to that's the first time that I see you. Let me break down the expression I just gave you. Hajimete means the first time. Hajimete is actually often used in Japanese. So for example, you could say Hajimete no kanojo, which means my first girlfriend, or you can say Hajimete no karishi which means my first boyfriend. You can also use hajimete at the beginning of a sentence. So for example, hajimete nihon ni ikimasu. I'm going to Japan for the first time. Nihon means Japan. Ni is simply a particle that indicates that you're talking about a location. In this case, you're talking about Japan. Ikimasu means to go. So nihon ni ikimasu means Japan plus location plus go. In other words, I'm going to Japan. Then you can add the hajimete at the beginning of the sentence and you end up with Hajimete nihon ni ikimasu. I'm going to Japan for the first time. If you're a beginner, you're probably confused by the structure of this sentence, but I'm not going to explain too much about sentence structure here, but you can always check out some helpful resources at my website at lewislin.com. But let's go back to the expression I was explaining. Hajimete o me ni kakarimashite. I've already explained what hajimete means, so now let's move on to the second word. Me means eyes, so you should make sure to remember this character because because it appears very often in words related to eyes. When you say o me instead of just saying me, you're being extra polite. Kakarimashite comes from the verb kakaru, which can have multiple significations, but in this particular case, it means to come into view. Then the ni used in o me ni kakarimashite simply indicates that it is the eyes that perceive the other person and nothing else. And the whole phrase adds up to 
Now, this isn't something that Japanese people actually use all the time. I just use this example to give you more vocabulary and to show you where hajimemashite comes from. Overall, hajimemashite is a polite way to introduce yourself, but it can also be used in casual settings. If you want to be extra formal, you can say yoroshiku onegaishimasu. In English, this can be translated as please be nice with me, but it is used in the same way as hajimemashite, so nice to meet you. Very often, Japanese people actually combine those two expressions and say hajimemashite, dozo yoroshiku onegaishimasu, which just means nice to meet you. Rule number 13, closing the conversation. Once you're done introducing yourself and talking with the other person, you need to use specific words to end the conversation. So here are some common expressions that you can use. Jane, which means bye. Jamata, which means, well, see you then. Matane, see you soon. Bye-bye, which means bye-bye. All of these are fine considering that you're in a casual situation. In a more formal setting, you can use the following expressions. Otsukaresama deshita, which means thank you for your hard work, which is used when you are leaving the workplace. Shisureishimasu, which means excuse me. Osaki ni shisureishimasu, which means excuse me, I'm leaving first. When asked to formally introduce yourself at work or before a speech, you can use the following expression. Which means let me do my self-introduction. You should use this phrase only when you want to make it clear that you're about to introduce yourself. Rule number 15, talking about where you live. Now let's talk about where you live. If you're currently living in Osaka, for example, you can say Osaka ni sundeimasu, which means I'm living in Osaka. You can also say that you live close to somewhere. So for example, Shibuya eki no chikaku ni sundeimasu, which means I live close to the Shibuya station. If you live in an apartment, you can say Shibuya eki no chikaku no mansion ni sundeimasu which means I live in an apartment close to the Shibuya station. And now the next rule is talking about hobbies. If you're introducing yourself in an informal context and people may ask you about your hobbies. In Japanese, hobbies are called shumi. People think that Japanese people are all about work, but this is not exactly true. Japanese students actually take their hobbies pretty seriously. It's kind of what defines them as unique individuals in a sense. Here are a few sample sentences. Shumi wa my hobby is tennis. I like tennis. Okay, we've reached the end of this video. I hope that you've learned something new. If that's the case, make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel or to my podcast. Also, let me know what your name is in the comments and I'll tell a Japanese person to give you the Japanese version. Also, if you're a beginner in Japanese and you want to go to the intermediate level, you can go to lewislin.com slash beginner and you'll be able to register to my free beginner course. See you next time.